Hey, this is Dave Moore, and you are listening to the Dan Kyo Wellness Project Podcast. Hey guys, thanks a million for tuning in to episode 19 of the Dan Kyo Wellness Project podcast. This is Dan Kyo here and I'm a social care worker with Focus Ireland providing support to families and homelessness in Ireland. I'm also a counsellor and psychotherapist in training in Dublin Business School. I'm extremely passionate about wellness and everything that goes along with it, particularly my own wellness and that of everybody who I come into contact with. So my goal for this podcast is that you will listen and listen to what my guests are saying and maybe take some advice or take some tips from what they do to increase their wellness and incorporate it into your life and maybe smile and enjoy it a bit more. On this week's episode, we have the unbelievable Elle Young, recording artist from Louisville, Kentucky, but living in LA and L came into my life when I heard him do a five part harmony video of Uptown Funk but the kicker is he did all five parts and put them together in separate videos so that blew my mind and I started listening to all of his music and there is a general theme of love and wellness that goes through his music so I reached out to him and hey presto he came back and said that he was interested so we had a really really nice talk the other night and I can't wait for you to hear this episode so I just want you to sit back relax and really enjoy myself and Elle Young talking about wellness and love. Hey everybody welcome to the Dan Kyo Wellness Project. I am so absolutely pleased and excited to have one of the most talented and wonderful vocalists in the entire world on this week's episode. What I, I was just explaining to Elle before we came on air here was that, and as you guys know, I've been reaching out to people who've inspired me on a weekly basis and try to contact them and talk to them about what it is that they do to increase their wellness. So I am, without further ado, I want to introduce the absolutely wonderful Elle Young to the Dan Kyo Wellness Project podcast. Elle, how are you? Hey, what's up, Dan? How you doing? What's up, everybody? I'm good, man. I'm good. I, I The first question I got to ask you is, have you ever had a bearded Irishman contact you randomly through <laughs> Facebook to come on to a wellness podcast? I hope not. No, I think this is the first. <laughs> <laughs> and do you get a lot of requests through uh, social media to come on to podcasts or stuff like that? Or is it something that you would do on the reg? Yeah, yeah, I do. Actually, I do. Um, um you know, I get that um, uh, quite often, actually. Okay. Um, usually it's music-based programs, um, something like that. I want to play my music and stuff. But this is a this is a nice, refreshing change uh, to the uh, the dialogue, and I'm really, you know, looking forward to it. Well, thank you very much. And, you know, I have had a lot of, as I told you when I reached out to you, I've had a, a few Irish musicians that, are, that have inspired me who have been on, and they actually said the exact same thing. They're normally asked to do quite a lot of media and interviews and that talks about kind of the same thing all the time but I mean that's what they do so they right. don't mind that but they said the exact same thing as you and that is that it was kind of coming at a conversation from a different angle in the hope that it would inspire others who will listen to this episode to uh, do things to increase their own wellness you know so thank you so much man. Yeah, thank you. 
<laughs> so we are on episode 19 i can't believe it i just set up this uh wet, this podcast in back in april and i had been threatening threatening to do it for quite a long time and in terms of one of the things that i want to do is i suppose have conversations with people who inspire me sure but as my guest last week dave moore he's an irish radio dj said no matter what your profile no matter what you're doing in the world we are all just people essentially that's right Right? That's right. And the beautiful thing, like we can all go and, you know, pursue our dreams similar to what Dave did last week or Dave spoke about last week. But at the end of the day, he was so pleased to be having a different conversation. So let's kick off with, I mean, what does wellness mean to you, El? Well, wellness means to me is uh, it's a complete harmony between your mind, body and spirit. You know, when all of those things are in concert with each other then you're able to operate through life with a more um, uh, more of a focus, more of clarity, and more of being able to be a blessing to others in, in the aspect of their mind, body, and spirit. That's what wellness means to me. Right. So what I'm hearing from that is, and it's come up as a theme through all of the previous episodes, is, is balance. Balance. Correct. You know? Yeah. And I, for one, know, and just to give you a bit of context, Ella, as ha- to how I came to this path of doing this podcast. I am a psychotherapist in training. I have worked with families who are experiencing homelessness in Ireland as a social care worker for the past eight years. And I've also been on my own weight loss, kind of weight lifting path for the whole of the last three years. So this is kind of a culmination of my thoughts on the topic and trying to get other people's input. Um, gotcha. and, I th- and all through that time, all through my work, all through my studies, Balance has come up and up and up and up. And even last week on on episode 17, we spoke about balance a lot, a lot. Yeah. What do you think about how do people become aware that they are out of balance? Um, When I I think when when things it seems like things are not going as planned a lot, when you have a lot of opposition in what you're trying to accomplish in your day-to-day tasks or or whatever it may be, it usually starts with something on the inside just not being quite right, and you're not making the, the you're not in tune with yeah. yourself, you're not in tune with um, uh, nature and, and and other people around you. So you're making wrong decisions, or you're making the right decision at the wrong time, and and all of those sort of things. Are you allowing things that happen in the day to affect you? in a way they may have not affected you um, last Wednesday when you were in balance, you know, yeah. um, that, that sort of thing. So whenever I, I, I get to that point where I'm just overly frustrated and irritated by things, you know, that really make no difference, but it just, you know, someone cuts you off in traffic or, <laughs> or uh, you got to stand in line extra long at the bank and you're just so irritated about it. I have to step back and think, well, wait, 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 why is this such an irritant today? But the same thing happened last week, and I was cool with it. I was fine. I was. T- I made a conversation with someone in the bank and, and yeah. met a new friend. You know, why, why is it today it's different? And yeah. it's usually because, you know, you're out of balance. Okay, and that's, I think that's really, really important that we become aware, so aware to the point where, like you said, God, this time last week it wasn't the same. But right. I think what's missing, certainly what had been missing for me for a very long time was that lack of awareness. So if, right. if people can get to the point where they are noticing that difference yep. from last Wednesday, I think they're really onto a good path. Would you agree with that? 
I agree. I agree yeah. wholeheartedly. That's that's the thing, just being aware of it. Because sometimes you just don't know. You just go through life year after year after year after year, yeah. just not you know, not finding any real uh, peace and balance with yourself because you just you know, just not aware that you're not you know at peace. And yeah. obviously, the more experience we get as we grow older, it becomes easier mm-hmm. to become aware of that. You know. Right. Right. So thank you for answering that very important question. And you're in Lou. Kentucky, Louisville, right? Well, I'm in Los Angeles. Oh, you're in um, you're in I, LA, but you're from Kentucky, Louisville. Yeah, yeah, from, that's where I'm from. Yeah. Don't you think it's such a beautiful thing that you can be sitting there with your cool sunglasses on, and I'm sitting in a bedroom <laughs> with my with my you know my Pele T-shirt on, and we're, we're talking about this thing. Thousands it, of it's so apart. cool. It is so cool. It's so cool. It is connecting us all. Um, you know, the world has gotten much smaller and and I think that's a good thing because, um, you know, now, um, we can disseminate information to each other. We can reach out. We can see how other people are feeling on the other side of the globe. And it makes us more of a global community than just, you know, my country, your country, or my race, your race, or my ethnic group, your ethnic group. It's bringing us all together and, um, and it's starting to make a difference in the world. I mean, uh, it's like, for instance, in, in the U.S., I mean, things are getting a little ugly right now, but things always get that way right before they get better, you know, and the ugliness is coming to the surface so we can start to be aware yeah. and deal with the issues that um, that we're having in this country right now. And I think that um, at the end of the day, I think that only good will come out of it. Yeah, and, and I, I personally believe that, you know, through through this this beautiful medium of the internet and skype and you're over there and i'm over here it it gives people who have good intentions the right the the, sorry the ability to connect right right right. and that can only be a good thing in my opinion absolutely you know so i think what's a really important thing i want to talk to you about and maybe this is well this is definitely a personal thing that made me reach out to you is your music you know yeah I have preached on my page, the Dan Kiel Wellness Project, and on my blog about my weight loss and weightlifting, the and my mental transformation over the past few years has had a huge part to do with exercise, sure, huge part to do mm-hmm. with nutrition, sure. But dude, I gotta tell you, when I found your music, and it was eighteen months ago now, I there has not been a week that has gone past that I haven't listened to your music. Oh wow! Wow! Right? Thank you, man. So, so it only took me eighteen months to reach out, you know. But in, <laughs> but in, in terms of wellness, I want you to, you know, take me back to when you started. I know when you uh, started performing, you were were you five years old? Yeah, I, I was really young. I was one of those kids that you know, just born into a musical family. Yeah. And I was always doing something that had to do with music or entertaining and not really realizing it was just normal for me because that's what everyone in the family did, you know. Yeah. And we had an outlet in, in the means of church right. as, a, as a way of always expressing it. So um, so that, that, that is, you know, that was me. That was, that, was, that was what I grew up doing. But my earliest remembrance of actually knowing that I wanted to be an, a, a singer and entertainer was when I was probably about 11, right. um, I started entering talent competitions and stuff like that. And and I just loved the feeling of the freedom I had when I was on stage and, and knowing that I was able to touch people. And at a very young age, I knew, okay, this is what I have to do in my life. And then it started allowing me to travel 
to other places. You know, I went to Brussels in Belgium when I was just 16 years old, right. you know, because of singing. And I was just like, wow, the world is so huge. There's so many people, bigger, uh, bigger places. Things are, things are much bigger than my little neighborhood in Louisville, Kentucky. And, um, and singing has gotten me out of there. And, I, and that's, that's what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. So you knew, you, sorry, you didn't know anything else. No, not really. I really didn't know anything else. You know, that was music was my, my family. That was it, you know. And um I mean I was pretty decent I was pretty decent at school and stuff. I could you know, I I could have done anything I, I wanted to do as as far as academics if I was pushed that way. Mm. But I was never pushed that way because music was so natural in my family. Yeah. You know, my mom recognized early who I was and what I wanted to do and she just encouraged that. She never you know, said, oh, you need to stay in school. You need to be a doctor. You need to know. She just said, you know, be yourself. Yeah. And I'm forever grateful to her for that because um, I think if I was doing anything else, I would be a little bit, there would be a little bit of a hole inside or something, a little emptiness there, you know. Well, dude, if you were doing something else, I wouldn't have had your music for the past 18 months either. So, yeah, we're, <laughs> right. both, we're both in that dynamic. Right. <laughs> Can you think back to any times, I suppose, you know, uh, obviously music has been such a huge part of your own wellness, you know, and it's been an integral part of your life experience, but can you describe a time when music got you through a really tough time and how the dynamic of the sounds, you know, the instruments, the writing, the creativity, what is it about the beautifulness of music and the beautiful aspect of the creative process that helps us through tough times? You know, it's one of the, one of the true mysteries of, of the world is just how music connects to the soul in a way that nothing else does. I, I, I can't explain it, but you know, it's been plenty of times where, you know, things were rough, but a song just got me through it, you know, yeah. or, or, or I needed to, to complete something like, like going to the gym or whatever, you know, and I'm, I'm not feeling it today. I'm just not, I don't feel like going today. Put on that, that song that gets you going. And then yeah. you've got this new energy, this new life, you know, um, I, I, I don't know how to explain it, man. It's just something that I don't think the world can do without. And that's why I take the responsibility that I have as a person who creates music mm. very seriously, because, you know, I want my music to inspire, to uplift, to make people happy, to make them feel something, to remind them of a good time in their life or remind them of, of how to love. You know, um, yeah. I don't want to make the kind of music that degrades because music is powerful in that way, too. Right. You know, you can take you can take a person down as well. Um, you know, but that, that, that I mean, that's one of the. I can't even put it into words, man. Like, you know, I'm going to interrupt you a little bit because you keep saying you can't describe it, but you've just described it so beautifully. <laughs> <laughs> even the change, even the change in your energy when you when I ask yeah. that question explains everything we need to know because it's such a personal thing. I mean, yeah. you know, I was speaking on this over the past couple of weeks to my other guests as well. Like, words are just words. I know they're powerful when put together in an effective way yeah. with music. But sometimes, and you know it's only 7% of our communication is verbal, you know, most of it is body language and most of it is tone, intonation. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, so I'm not surprised that you couldn't put it into words because they're not actually <laughs> the most important thing here. It's the energy change that you experienced. I experienced an energy change when you were answering that question as well. I think that in itself holds the answer. Great, great, you know? great point. 
But what I think, what I was really interested in, I was reading your website, obviously, over the past week when I was prepping for this, and um, you said, through music, I'm learning who I actually am as a person. Right. I just loved, I loved that. (laughs) You know, because that, that takes us out of just focusing on music and takes us into the sphere of, who the hell am I? Right. And right. we're, we're constantly changing as people, aren't we, based on our experiences? Yeah. But for you, the one constant has been music. So how does music help you learn who you actually are as a person? That's what I want to know. Well, um, it, it, having to deep down, reach deep down and write about certain subjects and certain topics, um, having to make stories up out of anywhere... And then I, I write the story out and I'm like, okay, ooh, that tells me something about myself. Why did I write this story? Why did I see it from this perspective? And then also just experiences I have in real life and then writing those down and turning them into a song. Hmm. And um, all of that, and it just made me more aware of what's going on around me, what's going on with people's emotions. How, uh, how, how things you are affect- reacting to that? Yes, yes, and how they affect me. And, and, and learning how they affected me let me know a lot about my character, about my, um, about my perspective on the world and how I feel about the human experience. And, um, and that's all been through music, you know? Mm. And I, I'm so grateful to music for that. And I'm still growing, you know? Yeah. I'm still writing and I'm still growing. And, uh, well, and that's a beautiful thing. I'm, I'm so happy to hear that. And I just got to tell you, I had a really bad day the other day. And... I just stuck on your uh, cover of Sam Cooke, Change Going Come. Oh, wow. And dude, yeah. I'm not even telling you. I had a bit, I'm not going to lie. I'm, an, I'm, a, I'm a very comfortable in my own skin here. I cried. <laughs> 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 and it was such an emotional release. Like, I, like, you, you, like you a couple of minutes ago, you couldn't put words on it. But all I know yeah. is I got I to gotta spend some time during this recording thanking you for putting that out so that I could have oh, that man. experience of of release of you know feeling that music feeling the vocals so so much in my heart it was really uh it was really something so thank you man you're welcome man that's that's is all i do it for man is to do that that right there is why i do what i do it's not for money it's not for any fame i mean those things are nice if those come then that that's great but it's really about touching people and being a, a um an instrument or a vehicle for um you know, uh, emotional release, emotional change and, mm-hmm. and all of that, man. So yeah. thank you for sharing that with me. That, that, that gives me the energy to go on and keep doing it, you well, know, over and over. My pleasure. Yeah. I, I'm really interested in, obviously you've blown up quite a lot over the past couple of years, particularly on YouTube. Is that, that's right. Isn't it like you're, there's like millions of views on your videos and was, yes. was Uptown Funk the first one that blew up? Um, no, it well, was it was the second Dublin. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That was the first one that was I would say huge. The mm. first one that that um, got attention was um, it was maybe the third video. It was the first full length song that I did. Um, okay. It was a cover of the East Side High alma oh, mater yeah. from the movie Lean on Me. Yes, that one got some traction, but mostly in the urban. Um, market because that was an urban movie, sure. but it it did get it did go viral and it got me um, a lot of fans and and I just kept doing them from there. Then Uptown Funk <laughs> was the one that was like my 
pop hit, I guess you could say. <laughs> you know, it went on um, uh, ABC Good Morning America, and it and yeah. it, it, it you know went around a lot of the blog sites and stuff, and then it reached mm-hmm. overseas, and and uh, and then I, from there I got. I, I do want to talk about your your own music, and your own, you've released your fourth album at this stage of your own writing. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. So because I I want to talk about it from two aspects. So you have all these covers that you know exploded worldwide morning america all that kind of stuff and then like how do you balance doing the covers with writing your own music and trying to you know guess well obviously you have to focus on your writing because we've already discussed how important it is for your own wellness but mm-hmm. do, you, do you find it challenging to strike a balance between getting all these crazy requests for every popular song in the world yeah yeah exactly yeah <laughs> it's it crazy um um I've had to step. If you've noticed in the past few months, I haven't I haven't done any because I had to just step back and take a little yeah. break. And um, um, it's been crazy. It's been crazy trying to uh, fulfill that niche that I found for myself, and mm. also still do the 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 other thing. Is and I've been trying to bridge them and make them one thing, but yeah. but that's been uh, pretty difficult because you know you have these fans that know me specifically for doing those covers. And then you have these, these fans over here that that have known my records from playing on certain radio stations or whatever. And a lot of them don't know that I'm the same guy. Like, you know, (laughs) it's, it's it's weird. It's like, Oh yeah. I get so many people saying, uh, when you put out a CD, I'll make sure I support it. I'm like, wow, I put out four (laughs) CDs, you know, then I get other people that are like, um, you know, Oh, I saw, I saw a video the other day. I didn't know that you, you um, did this and, you know, and it's a video that I did two years ago. They're just now, yeah. you know, seeing it. Um, uh, but, you know, I've been trying to reconcile those two audiences together, but it's so been it's, quite challenging. But work I'm working on some. Yeah, I'm working on something that uh, I think is going to bring that together right now. I'm, I'm putting together a show, a concept with a, the whole acapella thing live and everything. But, oh my, you know, I, you, you've got I'm a working play, on You've it. got a place to stay. You've got a place to oh, yeah. stay over here. Oh yeah, I'm coming over there, man. Man, I'm telling you. I can't wait you, to get to that side of the pond. I'm telling you. I mean, you're. I, let's just tell the audience what what we've just been discussing, actually, <laughs> because maybe some of them have are not aware of your concept that you developed that got you that niche and got you all of all of the exposure that it did. And do you want to explain it? Or will I explain it from a fan's point of view? Um. Um. Well, you can explain it. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> so, so L, you guys, does this thing, right? Now, I'm going to play a bit of his music on the intro and the outro of this podcast, but I'm going to post a link to a couple of the videos as well in the description. L splits himself into sometimes six people, sometimes five, never four, though. It's always a five or five or a goddamn six part harmony. I didn't even know that was possible. So what he does is he records separate tracks of really popular tunes. And when I say he puts them together with a flawlessness that I have not experienced, both vocally and timing wise, it's it's I, I can't even describe how perfect it is. So you do all of the harmonies, right? Including yeah. including well, in in the te- in the case of Uptown Funk, you do all sorts of noises. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you put it all together in an absolutely seamless way. And 
that was my first exposure was Uptown Funk when some, one of my buddies tagged me in one of your, your releases. So I guess when you guys listen to it, uh, when you're, you can stick it on on the side when you're listening to this podcast, you will be blown away by how tight, first of all, the harmonies are and how you, what I was blown away mostly was I was trying to imagine myself recording five different tracks. <laughs> how the hell do you do it? Now, I don't want you to give away secrets. Yeah, like, uh, like how do you like? You're obviously a musician, so you can break down the harmonies pretty easily in your own mind. But how do you ensure that everything is so on point in terms of timing and? Right. Well, you can't really ensure it. Um, well, well, you do. <laughs> you can. You you can use you can use um, um, uh, a metronome or something to keep timing, which I do. Okay. Is is you can't hear it this way in the background, and I have a light. Uh, okay. That's going off and keeping pole with myself. And all the other videos I just recorded. So, and then lining them up after that is a whole nother um, headache in itself. <laughs> but the the main headache is, you know, I'm singing and I don't have any reference for the other parts. So I'm harmonizing You're without kidding. harmonizing with anyone. So I have to sing that part correctly each from, time from then, memory, right? From memory. So so when I go back to play, let's say I, I lay the, uh, the the top note. Yeah. Uh, by itself the first time and then I get that to where I think that is a great performance then I lay the second note I have to line them up and play them together okay. and if there's any portion of that that where I'm too flat or I said the wrong words or yeah. the timing was off then I have to go back and do that one all over again right. you know and that you repeat that those steps six mm-hmm. times and you can end up taking like when I did um let's say for instance the um the, my, the, my two, my three longest videos, the Michael Jackson tribute, uh, Prince, the Earth, Wind, and Fire, and the Prince. Those took an average of twenty to thirty something hours to to complete. Wow. Yeah, and you know that that is what I thought. You know, when when I'm watching it, I'm think I'm there thinking this dude is not just one take, two take, three take, four take, five take, and mix and mash like so. Yeah, like you know, no. you get you get all these people on on the comments saying, "Yo, yo, bro, what is that?" What is that right. app you use? Right. And, and I'm reading those comments going, shit, he just spent the last three weeks recording that. You're not just going <laughs> right. to be able to download an app. Like apps are good, right. but they're not that good. Right, right. And it's not and it's not even made for that. Um, yeah. People think the app is doing the work, and it's yeah. not. I mean, the app is not even – it's a. It's just a picture video collage app that you would use to put together memories yeah, or photos yeah. from your camping trip or whatever. Yeah. And I just manipulated it and made it into – you know something that you know musicians and artists can use, and it's and it's but so it's good, yeah, but it's and still it, you know still a picture app at the end of the day. So yeah, you have to really no right. <laughs> you really have to work at it. It takes it takes incredible patience and um, incredible discipline vocally to mm. to um, to get through it. And it absolutely shows. And I for one appreciate it so much and all of the effort that goes into it. Because I'm telling you, bro, it's not even one week has gone past since I saw. Uptown Funk that I don't either listen to your videos on YouTube or your your own music as well. So Thank let's you, let's let's take that shift from your creative process to your own albums. Then, what would you say has been? Has there been a theme of wellness? I know there's been a theme of love certainly, because I yeah. grew I grew up. You may not believe this, but I grew up in Dublin. 
you know, listening to Jodeci, listening to Music Soul Child. Oh, wow. Okay. Right? Like, these dudes. I was crazy into rap music with all my buddies. And as an offshoot of that, I absolutely adored, you know, R&B, hip-hop as well. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I guess that's why I responded so well to your sound as well. Because I hear music through your music. Music with a Q, like. (laughs) Because his vocals are so good as well, you know? Right. Um, So all through his album. I think he has eight or nine studio albums now and there is not one of them that doesn't have love in the title either. Right, <laughs> right. Know, or, it, or one of the songs. So what? It, would you say that wellness has been a theme throughout all of your albums? Um, yes. Getting to uh, a better place, you know, using love to feel good, to feel better, to connect with people. Yes, there's always, um, with the exception, well, yeah, um, there, there's always been one song on every album I put out that is a song about world peace or mm-hmm. or um, um, becoming a better people, human family. Um, one of my favorites was a song on the Reverb album, which is the album before the, the last one I just put out is called Forever Young. Yeah. But the album before that, Reverb, there's a song on there called What Kind of Song. Right. And this, this song is basically about... Um, the responsibility as um, artists, whether you are a painter, dancer, musician, singer. Host. Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> our responsibility for helping make the world a better place because mm-hmm. music and art and all of that has always uh, led the, um, the, 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 the revolution because mm-hmm. it changed the hearts and minds of the people and it brought about new ages of... Um, you know, in history, new ages were named yeah. off of the art. You know, the, re- the Renaissance period, that's because of the art of that that, right. um, that time. And, uh, you know, so that's uh, that's that's been a pretty much of a, a theme going through my album. It's all about love. But you got that one song and it's like, you know, not just love between a man and a woman. Yeah. This love is between, you know, all of us, you know. Yeah. Shared. Yeah. Community is king. This is one of my sayings, one of the things that I've learned through reaching out to people and blogging about my weight loss and blogging about, you know, my own um, dealing with my own mental health through creativity. And one thing that I came up with is community is king. You know, there is such a wealth of community of people out there that are actually begging for you to reach out to them, no matter who's listening to this. Would you agree with that? You know, like people feel people feel so alone and so lonely, and it can be quite disconcerting to put yourself out there online. Definitely, but what I have found through just putting myself out a little bit is people respond, Cause, right? Because we have shared experiences, but like me and you may not have very the exact same experiences coming from completely different sides of the world, different cultures. Mm-hmm. But look at us sitting here now talking about this com- right. this common interest, which is love through wellness, through creativity, you know? So uh, right. uh, w- one of the things that I really want to happen with my podcast and through speaking to wonderful people like yourself is that someone will listen and say, hey, maybe Dan is actually right. Maybe I don't have to completely hold myself back and suffer. I can reach out to people and I will receive love in return. Exactly, man. Exactly. You know? And I think that through, certainly through your vocal ability and your writing ability and all the hard feckin' work that you've put into all of everything you've done, for me, you create the outlets 
to express myself because I'm so inspired by what you're doing. And I'm sure you have. Who do you have people in your life that inspire you the most? You know, I, I'd have to say um, my kids. All right. And uh, uh, I got to just watching them grow up and watching them learn the world, learn new words, walk for the first time and all of that. Um, it's, it's really inspiring. It's, and, and, and there's so much like me personality wise. I have two, two young boys. Oh, um, nice. and, and to see them, it's like being in a time warp because I'm watching my future, but at the same time, it's like, I'm getting a peek into what my childhood was like. I'm looking at the past as well. Yeah. And, um, and I'm, I'm just having a good time and they, they inspire me, man, to just, just be a better person and just to keep pushing and, and, and regardless of the setbacks and yeah. everything, just to keep on going, man. And tell me, man, I'm going to ask you the question. What has been the most challenging? How old are your boys? Uh, five and one. Oh! Almost two. <laughs> okay, so this, this, the answer to this question will be fresh in your mind. And I spoke last week to Dave Moore, who is a national radio DJ, and he described, um, sorry, national radio DJ in Ireland, and he described quite vividly what the first moment of coming back with his first child he has four children what how, mm -hmm. how utterly terrified he was the <laughs> moment that he left the hospital with his wife and that very moment that he walked through the front door and there was nobody except him and her oh you know, right yeah he described it beautifully and how he got over that challenge and what helped him through that so what would you say like is you're a relatively new father what would you say is was your biggest challenge, and how did you overcome it, or have you? <laughs> well, um, I haven't overcome it. I, <laughs> I, I worry so freaking much, man. I, I, okay. um, it, it, I sometimes I'm too wary. Like I don't want them to fall. I don't want them to scrape the knee. I don't want to, yeah. you know. Sometimes I gotta force myself, you know, to step back and be like, okay, you know what? They they have to experience life. They gotta, you know, bumps and bruises come with it, you know. Yeah. But um. But yeah, it was it was horrifying, man. Just you know, you have a little hu you have a little human being in your, you know, you can't let nothing happen to it. You know, it's just like you are responsible for the feeding, the shelter, the clothing, the life of this this little human. And you know, it's 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 heavy, man. But once you start getting the routine and getting yeah. the hang of it. You know, you kind of you kind of put that in the back of your mind, and you get to enjoy it. You know, yeah. and that's where I am now. I'm 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 enjoying it like so immensely, but they still that's don't really get nice. to do certain things like like scary, you know, rides at uh, Disney World or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Got to stay on all the the little kitty stuff. So you your know? your biggest challenge of becoming a dad, I suppose, was the worry, the managing your own worries. Yeah, um, yeah. And you're still managing that. And you probably yeah, always I'm, will as a father. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and just as a matter of interest, do you re recall that first moment when you came home with the first child and did it occur to you that, oh, shit, I'm on my own or we're on our own now. The, the doctors <laughs> are gone. The nurses are gone. What was that like? Um, it, it, I wasn't really um, um, shocked, really, but I was... Um, I don't know. It, my 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 wife is so so has such a maternal instinct. She kind of, I, I kind of knew that she had it. You know, okay. I know I didn't, but I knew that she had it. You know, <laughs> I wonder what she knew. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> That's great, man. That's really great. 
So let's get back to uh, your own creative process. I, I, I noticed that you spoke about earlier on, you mentioned the words actually, you write a story and then you make a song. Right. So would you actually write a prose, like a short story, and then pick bits out of that to put lyrics on music? Or how does it work for you? Um, my writing process is different um, all the time. Sometimes it'll come to me in a melody first. Okay. Sometimes it'll come to me musically first. Mm -hmm. and, um, um, and, and as far as writing a story, I don't actually write the story down. Okay. I come up with a concept in my head, like, like maybe a movie or a film. And I'm thinking about these situations. And then I, I write out the song. But, but uh, honestly, a lot of the songs that I've written were never written down. Really? I just, I played the music and I turned the mic on in the studio and I'd kind of sing what the music was saying to me and what, in, in regards to what story or concept that I had okay. in the beginning. And then um, it would just kind of come off the top of my head. And I'd listen back and I'd go back and fix, oh, that and should be a butt or, you know, I yeah. should say girl here instead of baby. And, yeah. you know, I fix those little things. But for the most part, I just I just write the song as I as I sang it. I love you know? that. I love that. You know, and I, I often speak to, well, with every guest and that I have on and everybody who's listening to this, the uh, Dan Kale Wellness Project podcast, everybody's process is different. Yeah. And that's what I'm blown away by. Like, there is no blueprint. No, there isn't. There isn't. <laughs> Inspiration comes in all kinds of shapes and forms, you know. I mean, sure, you could, yeah, absolutely. But are you sure you, you know, there is kind of a blueprint with verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, there is that kind of yeah. obvi obvious one. But in terms of the actual creating of the content that goes into that, everybody's right. so different. It's, yeah, you're right. I just love the idea of you sitting down to the piano or do you play guitar as well? Uh, I, a little. I wouldn't hire me to play guitar for a gig. But. <laughs> hey, don't be running yourself <laughs> down. This is a wellness project podcast. <laughs> but but I I am a I'm from primarily a piano player. Yeah, I'm a keyboard player. Yeah, you guys, you got to check out L. He, he goes live on Facebook a few times with um. I think you do mainly with rehearsals, right? I just yeah. love those few videos that you put up, and it's like you've got. You've got your back and vocals, you've got your other musicians, and it's like a really beautiful insight into the process. I love Facebook Live for that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, me too. It's great, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's, it's been a wonderful development because I think, and obviously, like we said earlier on, there's the negative side of things, but we're, there's no point in us giving any focus to that, you know? Right, the, you're right. The, the the likes of what you do with giving people insight into your rehearsals, I think it really gives fans certainly a, a beautiful insight into that process and to hear something that isn't on copy you know right that's true do you love performing live i love it more than anything man describe it describe it to me man describe it to me it's like um uh the best sex and the best drugs uh you could ever have all at once <laughs> oh jeez on christmas <laughs> on christmas right <laughs> Sorry, I'm, oh, just, I'm just making a note of what I need to do this Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mother, if you're listening, I'm only joking. <laughs> That's a great way to describe yeah, it. Yeah, man, man. It's, it's, very, it's very cathartic, man. You know, just know that you are, you know, when you get in that zone and you know you're really connecting right. with the people in the audience, it's, um, 
it's it's indescribable and it's what's kept me going back to the stage all these years um you know and so you, um, you still I, you still have that desire to keep going back right yeah. right and that that is actually something that not every artist or musician manages to keep alive isn't it no it's not you know some people lose it um some people never had it some people are mm-hmm. just up there just playing an instrument or just going through the motions and singing and they've never experienced that true connection. And so a lot of times they, they drop out or they just quit or it's just not for them, you know, but when you've had it and you've, and you've connected with human beings on that level, you know, it's kind of hard to, to just walk away from that. You know, you're always trying to get back to yeah. that point like like you know like a drug you know yeah uh, but in a good way it's like you it's know like, yeah you catch the dragon repeatedly right right <laughs> you know right well you i mean you you can you can do this as many times as you want and you'll never hurt anybody you know right, right. never hurt yourself yeah. um and, and and like like you know there's been plenty of times where i've been singing a particular song on stage and i and and Someone in the audience is feeling it so deep that they're crying, and I start to cry. I don't see them crying. And I've sung this song maybe 20 times, 30 times. How many ever times have never expected me that way? But for some reason, that night, my eyes are closed, and I'm crying. Wow. And because whatever pain or whatever memory or, or release that person is having in the audience, me and them are connected for some reason at that particular moment in time. Okay. And I'm taking on that as well, and it's and it's being a release yeah. for me. It's like this big cycle that's going, and then the rest of the audience catches on, and they become emotional, mm. and they're, you know, and it just fills the whole room, you know. Yeah, kind of the same way that people, you know, that are, are, are they go to church a lot and they talk about the Holy Spirit, how it fills the room and stuff. It's that same. It's that same it's thing. The exact it's same the, thing. It's the exact same thing. So whatever it is that brings this about for you for anybody who's listening it's the same thing i mean it I, is on, on, a, on a much smaller level I've, I've done quite a lot of stage acting myself on, an, okay, a, on cool. an amateur level and a couple of professional jobs but i've always said and i've i have i can relate to what you've just spoken about but not musically but in a theater con in a theater context mm-hmm. i have had moments in my life say maybe five or six times i've been on stage where i have connected with an audience so purely that i often say to people that is where i am my truest self that is where i've been my happiest biggest greatest purest self and you've just you've just perfectly described to me why i felt that way yeah man that's it and you know, isn't it beautiful that you can be singing in front of thousands of people, or I can be singing, I can be acting in front of thirty-four people, and we're kind of having the same experience. Same experience, man. Same experience. So, for the people who are listening, you guys, you don't have to have a sellout show. You don't have to have, um, you know, you don't have to be an absolute master at your craft. You can do things in your life to foster this connection with other people. And I really, truly believe that what we're discussing now is kind of the, the nucleus of wellness. Absolutely. That is connection and community. Absolutely, man. Whether it's with your family, 
your kids, as you discussed, whether it's with an audience, whether it's your fellow musicians, whether for me it's with my colleagues, my fiance, you know, really what you guys got to do is, uh, or really try to do is gain an awareness that me and Elle are getting at the moment here of that really important aspect of of life which is connection and reach out for it and ask people for it and foster it through creating right god man that's important yeah man <laughs> oh man <laughs> so listen i just cannot thank you enough for your time hey man thank you man thank you for having me on this has been a breath of fresh air and uh, i love conversations like this we need more conversations like this and um you know, this this helps um, fill in the gaps, and man, and, and bring the world to a, um, a better place. And um, well, I'm gonna. I think it's a really unique thing, you know, this uh, Irish guy in Dublin talking to this <laughs> guy from from Kentucky, Louisville, who's actually in LA, and we've talked about things that you know we I didn't plan to talk about. As I said to you before we came on, we're just gonna have a conversation where I start with asking you what does wellness mean to you, and I've just enjoyed so much connecting with you i feel unbelievable now and i wasn't feeling that good earlier you know and yeah, just man. to say thanks again for that emotional re release the other day when i listened to <laughs> your video and don't worry i'm not gonna ask you to sing before we go. Uh, thanks i'm not gonna thanks, ask you to man. sing it's still kind of early here <laughs> <laughs> so um can't wait to hear what your audience think about this uh, recording l and i'm gonna have it released on friday for my audience okay. and I'll send it to you so you can share it with yours and it'll probably be the most random thing they've heard in quite a while. <laughs> yeah, it probably will be, but that's good, you know? Yeah, yeah. So thank you so much for your time and have a great day. Thank you too, Dan. I'll nice talk to, you to meet soon. you, man. Take care. All right. You too, bro. Bye. Bye-bye.